morning. Uh, brackets, it is morning when I'm recording this. It may not be. That's however obvious that may be. Just uh, Still, it's very much in the early morning time right now for me as I'm recording this. I, it would feel odd if I didn't start with morning. <coughs> so, a lot's changed again. Busy few weeks, as always, but uh, definitely past a tipping point. Tipped the balance, I think, where I was at last week, uh, at the end of two weeks, that really lessons lessons have been learned, and I'll, I'll touch upon that a little more in a sec, but balance is tipped more in, in my favour now. And and we can explore that a bit, but uh, what I'm about to do is read what's going to become part of a weekly thing from here on, which is a scripted piece. Uh, this one is, this started as a bit of a ramble the other night typing up and then I kind of tweaked it and fine-tuned it yesterday. But this will become part of a series. There will be every week. There will be a scripted element uh, written, some formality, some intention. Hopefully that that, that will culminate into uh, a more a, a bigger kind of written piece relating to theory, development of theory, uh, reasoning, and and reflecting on a few different subjects that all that will all kind of meet in the middle essentially and the kind of common themes and threads that will run through all of this along with everything that I hope I'm talking about relating to the creative practice will become ever more evident <coughs> this one being the first is is getting the ball rolling uh, and I believe uh, you know they will they will quickly become more and more refined in their presentation I no doubt there's probably some grammatical errors in this but it should be coherent enough to to get things started nothing worthwhile or of substance um, has perfect beginnings anyway in my opinion so so what I'll do, I'll, I'll read that first and then there's a few other key points similar to previous week's structure that I'll run through. <coughs> so here we go. Admission. In light of how the practice of art and perceptions of artists can go, I've grown more mindful of not wishing to succumb to feeling or coming across, as many people do, as insular. And putting this out there, I hope I can emphasise that point. When I do ever find myself getting absorbed in myself, I work on a new trajectory. So, so, <clears throat> God, I <coughs> need some more water. Bear with me. I work on a new trajectory. So if these entries play out more as some kind of personal outlet for internal conversations that would be better suited for having face-to-face -face with people, then that's not for lack of trying to cultivate those conversations. And that's something I'll get into more later as well. This podcast 
is essentially a means of practicing a performance, I believe. A performance as an aspiring artist talking about stroke, justifying their work, reasoning and theory. And a performance that can start a conversation, whether that's some kind of general discourse, an exchanging of ideas, a means to engage uh, with people in a reciprocal way, rather than me just transmitting my content and evaluating the likes on social media or whatever. That's not nothing. Um, let me be clear on that. Social media was the positive reception that first uh, propelled me back into drawing a few years ago. And so much has happened because of that. Uh, and there might, there might be elements that pop up that sound anti-social media, but my thoughts on it are a bit more complex and nuanced than that. Now, having recently run myself mentally and physically into the ground a fair bit from uh, what I would consider a compulsively aggressive work ethic that got the better of me, the inner workings of which I haven't the time or inclination to go into here, but needless to say, that work ethic and everything relevant, pre relevantly preceding it, that has proven itself to be, um, has proven itself to be a brief life lesson to personally evaluate. So, why am I saying this here? So this admission is that the relevant lessons have been learned and because it's reinforced my motives for doing this uh, podcasting exercise, my intention in acknowledging this now is to reiterate a point. What with this being public? <laughs> Points need to be made. It, it can be helpful. That is... This is a means of practicing performance, as far as I'm concerned. And what good is practicing a performance for whatever means that may be, if you cannot practice it publicly? I want this to become increasingly relevant to my professional practice, and any uh, unrefined side notes or tangents will occur with some gradual remission as a critical lesson for myself to easily pick up on for growth. Now, growth can mean a number of things, not just uh, in terms of my own individual professional practice, but the likes of which I'm referring to there will, will become evident over time. And so, while I now reflect on all this uh, uh, relative to my creative endeavours from this point, now that it's time to flesh out some new deadlines, um, essentially hitting a kind of a convenient reset point in a number of ways, I will re reiterate the point that this podcast is a long-term plan to cultivate conversations in one form or another, slowly, slowly, while I cultivate the presentation skills and ideas to back those skills up. And so what will become part of a weekly scripted element um, in these entries, uh, 
I'm going to start by touching upon an observation of communication as it relates to artists and how they relate to others, both through their professional work and or uh, relevant social demeanour. I'm going to talk about what I find to be alienating attitudes or behaviour and how that reflects on human nature how I believe that reflects on human nature, perhaps certain laws of interaction and how much we subscribe to those. This thread will develop further, uh, develop into further instalments on future entries where I'm going to flesh out other facets that will come out of this. So, <coughs> so art can be a pursuit that drives you unwillingly into an insula existence and I'm not personally down with experiencing that affliction. I have but not for lack it, not for lack of avoiding that. Some artists are fine with that and here's the thing they appear more than fine and content with that. They have their own thing working for them that they can sustain without any evident motives, at least not to me. In other words, to wish to make something with a, in other words, not uh, not to have any clear wish to make something with a clear intent that can lead to something uh, believed to be valuable, um, whether by others or themselves. They may typically uh, be labelled as introverts, I've been labelled an introvert or regarded as an introvert in the past, but with the utmost respect to the kind of people I'm referring to now, uh, I find <laughs> having been in scenarios where I've had to, I've, I, I find they can be a pain in the ass to talk to. <laughs> and I wish them, please, please note, I wish them the absolute best. They're obviously not propelled towards making positive connections when acting out their ideas. They wouldn't, there's no reason why they necessarily would, uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm getting there. Um, so not making positive connections when acting out their ideas in the same way that I am, and I'm not incidentally propelled to be a mundane people pleaser that goes for bland stroke agreeable existence either which could be regarded as maybe the other end of the spectrum or extreme or whatever <clears throat> you know just liked by everyone but not loved or however how you want to kind of consider it in a either in a social context or professionally in terms of the reception of what it is you're making sure. i'm not I'm not going for the bland existence either, or agreeable. So you need only hear, given that, you need only hear some of the comments made about my drawings. Uh, quite often some elderly, elderly people have, have said this, uh, this isn't a reflection on elderly people, uh, just some of them, uh, the ones who I think maybe just crawl into a, a, an arrogant means of kind of repetitious habitual behavior where they become very dead set in their ways and 
not very fun to be around and and some people go through that process um that aging non-compulsory aging process much rapidly much more rapidly than, than others grumpy old whatever type people uh, whatever age but uh, anyway the, the the kind of comments of about my drawings have come up a lot that it it hurts my eyes um and it's always kind of said quietly but not that quietly you know uh often at art fairs when when they're looking at my work making all sorts of uh, weird monosyllabic noises as if you're about to vomit. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, uh, one gets all sorts of feedback and that's that's not something I'd ever have issues with taking personally. Um, but if it ever was something that they, they had the audacity to uh, just say to me rather than backhandedly hope I heard it as they sort of trundle off. Um, it hurt, It hurts your eyes. I mean, good. It hurts my eyes sometimes. Uh, this is if this was me just responding on a, 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 in a context of like a critical feedback session. And maybe, maybe your eyes needed to hurt a bit. Uh, if nothing's going to change your perceptions, you won't ever remember anything of significance after all whether or not you happen to like it is sort of incidental you can give uh, your channels of perception and existence a rest when you're sleeping that's one of the reasons why sleep exists so there's no level of my being that aspires to submissively get by in the agreeable background of life in that sense, I identify with some people's aversion to becoming bland with their expression of art and fall into the inclination of closing people off entirely um, out of some drive to remain authentic to yourself, expression, etc. I understand how you can get into that attitude. I have absolutely no intention or inclination towards it myself. <clears throat> but I see, I think I see the mechanics that preface that. I get the reasoning on the surface, but I don't believe it's a compulsory attitude for creative authenticity. I enjoy the notion of performing to an audience as much as performing to myself while constructing ideas. There's a craft to how we interact generally. and. One common frustration that I've had in some, not all, but some fine art circles is there's no apparent reciprocal effort when it comes to conversation. And there's a trend for some people to begin saying something without any constructive intention, or at least nothing that is, 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 is even remotely attempted to make evident without any motive, without any effort to be the sort of person any self-respecting human being would enjoy having a chat with. And maybe, maybe this is something that a lot of people, particularly who aren't artists, who roll their eyes when people say that they are artists, probably think, um, I do get a lot of that kind of hang up about the whole art world.
because of this. And unfortunately, the kind of person who alienates people from the art world, making all of us seem more smug and insular as a result. I don't aspire to smugness. When I put something out there, I sincerely want people to get something out of it. I want you to enjoy it, and I enjoy you enjoying it. If we highlight art as a means of expression, then as far as I'm concerned, it's no different from our day-to-day -day expression and impressions that we leave upon each other. Uh, it may take some effort at times. It may take practice and craft, but so does everything worth so does every worthwhile human interaction. Only when it's a reciprocal interaction in some way, and it, it it's reciprocated in its effort, uh, it is worthwhile, and so probably won't feel like any effort at all. Uh, E.g. Any good examples of, of socialising, sports, playing in a band, sex, and, and in my humble opinion, art, okay? You can go do any of the, above th of the above things I just mentioned without reciprocal effort or positive intentions, but it's probably not going to go well. It probably won't happen again. So... Even though I have uh, been believed to sway in an introverted direction here and there, I strongly consider myself, uh, for want of a better term, a people person. But I've inadvertently spent so much time already in an isolated introspection, I get rather teed off when I get uh, sort of default approximated into this into the hermit clan, uh, just because I, um, and like I said, if if this kind of hermit clan thing that I speak of is, is legitimately a thing, that's not any resentment towards people who are happy to uh, live out their lives that way. But, so, just because I, uh, to use many other people's words, not mine, think too much, uh, and I believe what they mean or meant by that typically was that I, I need to be more in the present. Um, and that has been true before. But I've moved, um, one for better or worse, I've moved through a series of uh, contrasting social circles with a few socially deprived periods in between. Um, and I've adapted and readapted around different value systems therein and points of reference. Um, how I, I sound and talk, and I've talked a little bit just about the aesthetics, let alone um, things like accent and things like that uh, in, in a previous entry, I think. Um, seven weeks three series of contrasting social circles, socially deprived periods in between. Uh, adapted, readapted, value systems and points of reference, and ultimately made endless revisions to how I perform to the crowd, whatever that crowd consists of. Bear in mind, in all those social circles, I was still regarded as uh, a bit defiant, uh, unaudible, or 
a loose cannon, if you will. And this is this is coming to another important point, I think. But my point here is creative endeavours are almost interchangeable with my social identity and methodology. And communication can be hard work, especially as you want to be challenging. And that's what I was coming to a second ago um, with being an oddball or a loose cannon. You know, there is an element of essential uh, going against some status quo being challenging so especially as you want to be challenging from time to time to make a worthwhile impression but have some uh, manner of finesse not to trail off to the point it seems like you're lashing out um, that never comes from a virtuous place uh, so yeah it's it's finding what I'm referring to there is, is the right kind of defiance. Um, being challenging in an agreeable way. Some it, There's no way of kind of describing that without it sounding paradoxical, but I guess that there's a whole other um, essay type thing that I could write about that alone sometime. So, to highlight a point, my pursuits as an artist are in essence the same as my pursuits as a person. I want to make a good impression. Not an easy impression or an agreeable one, a good one, positive one, whatever you want to call it. One that's stimulating, maybe challenging, but extremely satisfying one way or another. That is the aspiration and conducive to everyone and everything that's made a good impression to me. So that's, that's where we're at, we are at. So I like the narrative that art is work. It means, uh, it's, it's a means to communicate and that's how I feel about communication as a whole. There's a bunch of uh, constructive material repeat, uh, repeating to the mechanics of good communication I'm um, not sure what that word was meant to be. Let's just plough through it. We're nearly there. <laughs> I said there would be some errors uh, of good communication that ultimately I believe should be communicated as more common, as a more common skill to have and to have access to. But with that, there's a tangent I can go down another day. Plenty of tangents here. If you like tangents, oh, you are. You are in for a fucking treat. So, all that's left to summarise from today's bit <laughs> is my aversion to falling into any uh, culturally insular category. Um, I'm not short of in-depth intellectual evaluation uh, as far as I'm concerned of what I do and why uh, and when it's... Uh, why I do what I do and, and all that when it's needed, but every message I convey, I will fully, uh, uh, I will be fully propelling towards inclusion, which is apt given my current day job title, inclusion assistant. But how I've been paying the bills for years has in turn played a significant role 
in how I perceive communication. Given the uh, different needs of the students I've typically worked with, my awareness of communication and its full implication, implications have been very pronounced. Since training in NLP and hypnotherapy years ago, uh, and perhaps before, and inevitably these roles I've taken on since then in, in the job I just referred to and others uh, have uh, been very conducive to these uh, contemplations as the art practice. Um, indeed, the mechanics of good communication is going to be a point in heavy circulation in future entries, given that it's, it's, it's more broadly my justification of this whole pursuit anyway. <laughs> from my perspective, but there's 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 more beyond just what I'm trying to do with myself. Uh, yeah, I'm inviting I'm inviting this this broader kind of discussion one way or another, and and that I'll get into as well. Speaking of my ongoing pursuits to cultivate my own social life against a host of logistical hoops, a lot of us face these days, besides. God knows what else I haven't the present inclination or time to unpack. Those social pursuits are fully interconnected with my creative endeavours, even though the making of things and the time, effort and money sometimes required for that seems with tragic irony to make hanging out less obtainable and be constantly at odds with any uh, social events requiring um, always requiring rigorous admin beforehand. There's a brief story here, um, which is gonna go off script a bit, but it's all right, because it's very brief. Uh, so I was at an art fair the other day, just having a conversation with someone, they're asking, they're, they're interested in starting up their own art fair, you know, approaching some locally and, and, and selling their stuff and everything. And they're asking for advice and I, I thought about it. They're, they're essentially asking, you know, what, how, how do you set your own deadlines? How do you motivate yourself like that? And and the answer that I gave, well, I thought about it for a bit while I'm answering, and realised the person that I was talking to as well. Um, I had to be fairly honest and say, well, one advantage, uh, advantage. Uh, was for many of these years, particularly at the beginning, um, when I really started to double down on on the art practice and, and approach all of these networking and thinking of all the ways that I could get this off the ground and, and all that ongoing stuff, um, didn't really have much of a social life. <laughs> I was quite socially, uh, what's the word, lacking. And so uh, when I was sort of reflecting on that to this person, I said, well, actually, one really good way of motivating yourself is, is not having any friends. <laughs> Just uh, not that I don't um, have friends, but the ones that I have, uh, and this is a common story as well, I think for many people, are just far away, logistically far away, busy, and like I was just saying before, uh, hence my point, uh, so many practical admin hoops, uh, 
money, planning, God knows what, just to be able to spend very simple kind of time, just face to face with a few other people who you get on with well and would regard as good friends. It just seems to be getting harder and harder. And that that is that is absolutely tapping on a point that I need to uh, get into with a lot more depth in regards to social media. I'm going to refer to that again in a bit, but just to know, I, I know I'm scratching the surface of the subject there, but the point is, um, uh, with that story is, is that, yeah, that I just didn't have that distraction of people. I was trying to cultivate a better social life at that point, but, um, one reason or another, you know, there wasn't that regular kind of, distraction the person I was giving advice to uh, was spending uh, I mean she believes too much time with people so um, you know it's all I guess it's all a fine balance and all that uh, but you know part of part of me putting so much focus energy and effort and money and all the rest of that into this was just the optimistic belief that it was enabling me giving me social agency and in some respects it is because you know even during those periods where I was working very hard but sometimes just needed to go down the pub and hang out with someone and couldn't or whatever at least at least even at those kind of uh, really impaired points uh, I was putting something out there and social media was was signifying some kind of as well as the occasional art fair or you know meeting people professionally which wasn't quite the same but it was it was scratching that itch a little bit you know enough enough to kind of motivate oneself further uh but like i said there's there's a whole host of, of points around uh that that i think needs more attention culturally speaking for a lot of people um so uh that was that was the story really i mean there are other other kind of distractions i guess um i'm just trying to think was there any other point to that story uh no only um you know deadlines there, there are other obviously one can one can cultivate a good it, you know, depending on the kind of people you're around, uh, deadlines uh, can actually become an easier thing to work with if you have that sense of accountability. As this exercise as well is, in a sense, uh, reinforcing a, a personal sense of accountability, the fact that I'm putting this out there and saying that I'm putting this out there, incidental of whether or not it's being tuned into, really that is incidental to the to that point of accountability in, in in the practice that I'm doing here and all the reasons I've given that already. So uh yes, oh god there is so much so much I'm gonna ramble on about in, in future episodes there. Uh but we're back to the script. Only two paragraphs left. Very short ones. We're nearly there. But lessons get learnt, and this podcasting endeavour alone is proving very helpful for logging my thoughts formally. Oh, I see, I could have just read that. I was just saying that anyway. Uh, <laughs> logging my thoughts formally when lacking any impromptu art crits. The fact 
I was kind of complaining about art crits as well earlier, though, wasn't I? In a sense, because uh, some people um, don't seem to have that same kind of uh, demeanour that that work that I th I think works best for those situations. But again, not wishing to make it any kind of dig or criticism at them. It's just it's just kind of reflecting on what I therefore need to grow this practice. Um, now I'm out, out of the education system for now. The fact that for many of us now, our lives demands are playing at odds with our means to socialize or connect in the ways we might require seems impossible to ignore. And whether an artist or any professional pursuit is approached more as a performative or perhaps for some a means to keep people at bay. I'm optimistically predicting that there is an emerging narrative that's going to remind us all that whatever our inclination, we've got to deal with each other. It is within everyone's interests to do so. If I can salvage a closing point to this ramble, it is that I'm positioning myself where my motives are more clearly defined, cultivating and maintaining a worthwhile connection through any and every manifestation it takes on. Our means of interacting with each other is fundamental to a practice of good health and improved health, uh, as I've expressed before, is fundamentally embedded in all my personal interests and aspirations. Therefore, my overall promotion of good health, the overall promotion of good health, is fundamentally embedded in every further facet of thinking stroke theorizing I will be exploring on this podcast stroke video thing whatever the end so my forecast for future topics talked a bit about already there'll be one digging more into the mechanics of socializing relating to communication and particular points I really strongly want to make about social media in relation to that and this does all feed back into the whole cycle <coughs> cycle of relevance I assure you and another topic for another entry will be explicit messages in art in other means of communication and referring to politics uh, what role politics has in art as far as i'm concerned if at all i've got plenty to, to say about to say about that as well um for now i mean i'm not gonna don't worry i'm not actually gonna talk about politics <laughs> there's, there's no no need for that i've got plenty of people who who've got that covered uh but i have uh, and this this may come up um, in the next one, but I have been politically active in my own way locally, and I believe that is probably the best way most people can be politically active. Don't overconsume yourself with global things that nine times out of ten you can't do fuck all about. You know, turn up to vote, sure, sign petitions, but otherwise, 
in this guy's humble and honest opinion, you need to think about what's going on here, where you are, literally where you are, looking after people close to you, literally, figuratively, friends, family, community, stuff like that. Think about stuff like that. Everyone needs to re-approximate their thinking to stuff like that. Don't ignore the global news, but for fuck's sake, don't get absorbed in it to the point where you're just ranting on Facebook. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, 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 I'm aging towards uh, 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 doing a whole other point there. I'm going to restrain myself. But that point I was about to dive into does feed nicely into the points I've made today uh, and the others about art. So, uh, video update. Um, I I did a video for Smugglers, a short show with <clears throat> a short show reel. I yeah. You can watch it already on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm quite pleased with it given the the time restraints. I managed to crank it out of a day, mostly an afternoon, which nearly killed me, I swear to God. But um, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a taster for a long-term video project. Um, my throat's getting dry now because I've been talking so long. Uh, but I'm going to pause this and then just pick it up for a few minutes at the end. I'm pausing this now. So we're back. Uh, this will only take a few minutes. Um, where do I leave off? Uh, yeah, the video. So check it out. It is a... Uh, a taster for this long-term video project. Um, a different, a separate thing from the video project, installation project that will be in Sandwich at the Drill Hall in April. Um, as I said before, I can talk about that closer to the time. But uh, <coughs> there was a whole bunch of things I intended to cram into that. And turns out, as I've learned plenty of times already, and should have really known, uh, video rendering is not the fastest of things. Um, the resolution for this is, is compromised and rushed in that respect of uh, the, the kind of stuff I want to be making is, is going to be in 4K. Uh, however, <laughs> Given factoring in all the time restraints that uh, end up just being limited to a few hours one afternoon, I am extremely pleased that I managed to get something out there. Beyond anything else, obviously, it was it was nice that it could get shown uh, publicly at, at the in the cinema space at Smugglers. Um, in fact, actually, because because I was a day late to getting the file to the relevant guy, they had typically had scheduled that Friday as local artists, local filmmakers, um, so I'd have been in that one. The video is only actually five minutes long anyway, but you know, I, I'd have been crammed in there somewhere, maybe on a few repetitions, but 
I'd missed the Friday, so <laughs> I almost played on International Day. So if if anyone had happened to encounter that video while they were there on the Saturday evening and had been informed of on the lineup of uh, a Canadian artist called Martin Baker, that might have been me. He was very nice. He he gave me the chance to pick what country I am uh, I want to be from, and I was rushed. I said Canada, but maybe I, I don't know. Maybe that's a topic for another day. Why did I pick Canada? Well, uh, there's plenty of other countries I'd like to um, pretend to be from as well. Uh, yeah. So, right in, what country would you pretend to be from? No, don't, that's a pointless question. Um, so, the video is there. Check it out. It's on my Facebook and Instagram accounts already. Um, perhaps next week, because the scripted bit next week won't take quite as long. I deviated a little, and it was, it was, it was like I said, an early stage and in, imperfect uh, start to something um, of substance so next week the script will be a little bit quicker and I'll um, yeah I'll fit in some time to do a little bit of commentary over that video uh, and that'll be a nice way to kind of unpack some of the points therein. The audio in that uh, and that's something I, I'll talk about a bit but the audio I used in that um, music, the soundtrack I made myself, which is another reason why I'm pretty chuffed that I managed to assemble uh, what I find to be quite a, you know, a coherent sort of sizzle reel taster, uh, five minute long thing um, in the space of time that I did because I put the soundtrack together myself on on the computer with some, some uh, bits of kit. Uh, so it's that with samples taken from an interview um, on YouTube that I was looking at when I was writing one of my essays for the MA, thinking about binaries, binary structures. Uh, that's going to come up again, of course. I'm exploring that way of kind of presenting these opposing elements and, and creating some kind of uh, seemingly infinite space in between fluctuations and there's there's elements of pulsing um in the soundtrack which is something i've used before in exper musical experiments a few years back before i shelved that so there's there's a few points to kind of pick out from from this video that i've made there all of which will be things that will um be feeding back into this long-term video project uh in in quite a big way so uh, I, I'm pleased, I'm very pleased with the video on all of those accounts as well. Uh, but just give it a watch uh, with with uh, whatever kind of, with whatever you bring to it. And uh, yeah, I'm always interested to hear people's thoughts of that. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a drawing... There's a few drawings I need to finish off as well. Uh, yeah. This originally was going to be part of the uh, 
of a bigger video installation uh, thing that hadn't happened and uh yeah i'll get into that again in another week but it's unfinished of course it's not perfectly laid out uh because it was drawn on a really shaky frame um but this this might be part of a series of kind of, of, of life drawing based uh, figurative things playing with these lines and then the the video element um idea that i'd originally had was to uh while i sink my teeth more into the things that i can do with after effects play with the lines so i could have kind of like liquefied elements that flow in and out um like blood and and things going through veins and really playing with the kind of structure of of, of anatomy there and how energy or however you want to kind of like um uh put it can be flowing in and out and and again that kind of comes with the sort of heart beat the the push and pull momentum of uh, that's that's going to become well that has for, for a while already been um a noteworthy uh theme of, of you know these these binary approximations the black the white the up the down the in the out breathing um all of that shit. uh and i've i've dived into a lot of that obviously like i said in in those um essays which i think you can find on my website as well uh so if, the, if that was anything that kind of came up actively as a curiosity from this video or from the things i've just said then go to my website and seek out those essays that i wrote on my ma because uh there's there's an awful lot more rambling on there but with some actual research. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, so, uh, port portraits, uh, so, yeah, might, might be spelled other drawing, portrait based drawings. Uh, yeah, no, there, um, there's no, there's no quick way of summarizing the idea on that one either. That, that'll have to wait till next week. Um, Song suggestion. I like to end with a song suggestion. Uh, I'm going to pause this while I think of one. All right. Uh, yeah. So it's off Orbital's most recent album. There will come a time. Is the name of the track. It is the track that has Brian Cox sampled in it. It is essentially him talking. Um, and maybe there's some familiarity there with with the video experiment I just did with just taking a, a long piece of dialogue and thought and kind of uh, accompanying it, just using musical elements to um, elevate it, uh, which is essentially what Orbital are doing with this with this track. Uh, it, it starts off well, yeah. Brian Brian Cox starts off by just talking about uh, death. And then uh, it goes from there, really. Um, it was a weirdly, uh, curiously cathartic song to listen to at points last week. Um, 
so yeah, if, if that's if that's at all interesting to you, listen to it. And if you think it's shit, um, then still listen to it. Just because uh, you know, maybe maybe your ears need to hurt a bit. All right. Uh, but but you know, do do whatever you have to do. That's definitely all we have time for today. If you have been watching or listening, thank you very much. I will be back 